My name is Armando Nin. Um, I'm from New York. I'm 37 years old. Uh, I've been making art since, I guess, high school. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm unsure if I'm doing this professionally, but um, I've been giving it my best uh, for a long time. Um, art wasn't something that I wanted to do. I was very unsure. I was always getting in trouble as a kid. You know, uh, I dropped out of college. I was getting arrested all the time. I used to go to rehabs. Uh, I used to go to psych wards, you know? Um, I was there a lot throughout my 20s. And so like art was like very far and foreign to me, you know? Even though I got to go to art school for a little while, even though like I got to go to museums and all that fun stuff as a kid, it felt like it was never promised and there was no point for me. I was a, I was a kind of like a felon, you know? Um, I used to, I used to, I kind of was like really, really into getting in trouble a lot. You know, um, I had a lot of near death experiences. Um, there was times where I seen others pass away and I would think about like, damn, that what the fuck is art like what the point what's the point of that shit you know um close people were dying to around me and um i just gave up on myself you know i just like gave up you know i was just that was kind of like too chicken to like kill myself though you know uh it was pretty deep you know sometimes like when i smile i would forget that i even had teeth because like i think i i would tell people like that's all i have left you know, it's pretty like, I don't want to give you guys like a sad story and, and mold this weird thing, but yeah, it was pretty deep. You know, I would go to, people would avoid me when people would see me in the street. Not because like I would, I was really unapproachable as a person, you know, um, galleries wouldn't fuck with me. I could curse in, in a church, right? All right, cool. Uh, <laughs> Like galleries wouldn't talk to me, um, my family. I broke my mom's heart so many times, you know? I grew up down the street from here and uh, I wouldn't even have the own keys to my own place, you know? Um, so yeah, like when it comes to like me trying to be an artist, that shit was like bogus, extremely bogus, you know? Uh, practicing gratitude, I never knew how to do that shit at all until like maybe a like literally four years ago, you know? Um, it was during the pandemic pretty much, you know, when people were walking around looking like broke scientists. That's when I realized, like, you know, I was like, yo, I gotta like be grateful. You know, like I can get sick. You know, I started thinking about, uh, I started reflecting a lot as a, who I was as a person throughout my late teens and my twenties and early thirties until like now. You know, it was about 33, 32, 33. I started doing some like major soul searching, connecting with like people that didn't want me to die and like behave the way I was behaving. You know, um, just a couple people out here would even like talk to me and I, I see them like showing up, which is pretty dope, you know? Um, and yeah, it was just like a, a bad picture, you know, that, it was just awful, 
you know so it's i could go back there and they'll be like damn you're fucking really really lucky that you're walking down the street you know i was i've been in a wheelchair all that shit um and once i started like doing just like soul searching and reflecting i had i was i'm, I'm just a messenger you know i'm not like a, a person that i made up how to be grateful or anything like that you know i started just like you know people that were a little older than me that i kind of admired uh told me like armando like you have like a, a a pretty chill life like why are you like destroying yourself you know and when i met like chill life it was just like i i i i had things going on but i just didn't know how to like fully grasp them and i would pretty much like throw it away any opportunity like if i'm on my way to like you know do like sign a painting or something i'll like get arrested for like hopping the turnstile you know like that that was like the, the medium of mischief i was about you know i was like really sabotage and self-destruct myself um and that's how I felt, and I had no hope. You know, what was the point of like me trying to like be the Mondo that people are starting to know now? Um, so like, I started like changing my ways, did some soul searching, started reflecting, and until a couple of years ago, I just was like, yo, I gotta like change my ways, and I had to like get back to the basics, and I started to like start feeling, uh shout out to outside help you know i started getting like outside help and like have like a therapist and a psychiatrist and like and you know do, do all that type of shit but like i have to really really start dating myself and start like loving myself because i definitely did not care about myself all right like i would sell a painting for like ten dollars you know just to like buy a pack of cigarettes you know like that was where it got for little old me you know um and yeah that's where i that's where like that's like my background right so like with the new people that get to know me in the last couple of years they'll be like really you used to go to jail and like like going there you know like it, they would be outstanding they'll be shocked that like that's where that's like my little origin story you know um and this was happening since i was like 16 years old you know before that i was just a kid playing playstation at home you know um and i know it gets a little deep guys sorry you know i try not to like just like ramble on that but um i noticed that like practicing gratitude was like a, an extremely powerful tool immediately once i started like noticing like oh shit like i do kind of rock you know like i started like noticing that like you know like why this all these times when people that didn't know or like care about like my situation they would like say hi to me no matter if i was like if i had two eyes that were bloodshot or anything like that like it was it was i noticed that i had to like it was an interesting tool and um I I'm I'm pretty sure like a lot of people in here have like reasons to be grateful for too. Like is it doesn't have to be like my near death experiences or like or whatever. It's just I think everyone in here does, you know, even no matter what your age is, you know. Um 
I think there's an amazing power in gratitude that helps my mental well-being and my emotional health. Um, I'm a highly sensitive person. I could be an emotional wreck sometimes, and but like I try to like be grounded and be able to stay connected to myself. Um, having gratitude for a situation or some sort of event or person in my life kind of sets the stage and kind of opens the, the door for more good to come. I never like really understood that in the last till like recently, like I said, like four years ago, I started like practicing that, but I didn't really fully practice that. Like it's, it's like doing push-ups, you know, like if you want to do, if you want to do 20 push-ups and you can't do 20, it can only do five. Like you have to like keep doing them to aim to, aim to that 20, you know? Um, so I had to like learn how to practice that and it's really easy, especially for me to like, to when it's really tough to concentrate on the negative, you know? Um, and instead of like thinking about like my blessings and all the positive things that's, that are happening in my life, you know, um, there's a lot of dilemmas in my life, but I try to like channel to like the good because like if I focus on the bad, I'll just go spin out and go back to like the crazy shit I used to do. And like some people in here know me, I'm kind of like a whack job a little bit, you know? <laughs> so, um, but like the way, what I'm talking about right now, it, it's, it's nothing that I made up or anything. It, it's something that people can, anyone in here could like learn, you know, at, like literally people that would tell me this, I, I would swear, I was like, this is like the cheesiest shit that you're telling me. Do not tell me this, you know, like, but at the end of the day, it made the most sense. And I try to like carry that on into like my own life, you know, into like my practice until like, and in this case, like I'm being grateful about like, I mean, we're all artists in here. So I figured like, all right, if this is things that I could be grateful for and like my studio and then just like being involved in my practice, you know? Um, so I hope like some of you guys could like take some sort of note to this, you know, cause it's really important. Um, and it's like something that it, it's something that could be learned and, you know, I'm not perfect. You know, I, I wouldn't do this all the time. I don't practice being grateful all the time. I should be practicing that all the time, but I, I don't, you know, it's real life. You know, I, I am human, you know, I'm not perfect. So like, I try to think about how I can do this more often than I, for me, I do it in the morning. I just like, think about like how I can, it's like these like affirmations or anything, but they are the great things I think. I think these are, these are great things that are wonderful and in my art career, you know? And I think the one is like, I'm grateful that I could get to be, I get to be an artist. Like getting to be an artist is wild. You know, the, the fact that we can like see art, talk about art and like make art is fucking bananas to me still. You know, like I went to 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 a, a art fair the other day, and I was just like, "Whoa!" Like it, it this felt like art porn right here. Like all my favorite artists back to back. You know, and just seeing that and just mincing my way in there, 
that's the it's the interesting opportunity you know so the fact that i'm able to like be an artist even with the all all the the highs and lows you know and especially the lows for me those lows are like those moments where i get to have like some sort of um growth in my in in my art shit you know because if i get to face every emotion anger uh joy anxiety i feel like that's giving me that well-roundedness in in my in my practice you know um i'm grateful for that ability to express myself through as through my through my work because there's a lot of jobs out there that it doesn't allow me to allow me to be creative you know i had a lot of uh lines of work before where uh i'll be doing like grunt work you know or like painting the walls white or just whatever and i get to you know not i can't like draw i can't paint the way i want to paint you know it's i can't go side I, you can't do your own shit you know and so like it, it, I'm my own boss at my in my studio, so I'm grateful that I, like I get to do that there. You know, um, I'm grateful for today's technology. Uh, Instagram is one of my favorite ones. I like to story up. I don't know if people in here follow me on Instagram, but like I story up, and I guess that's like my my old instructor said that like I'm giving out my whole mood board on Instagram, and it's like yo, if one really reads between the lines. They're kind of like, damn, this, this this guy's really giving out all the answers on IG, you know? Um, so I'm grateful that I could get to do that because so if some people in here don't know me like that, follow me for a whole week on Instagram and it'll see like, damn, man, I know this guy's favorite color now, you know? Um, I'm grateful for the friends and, the, and my family that like kind of supported my work and not like people buying my shit or whatever, just like, People that even showed up, you guys, you guys showed up, you know, some people that have like a vague idea of who I am showed up and I'm, you know, I'm really grateful for that. You know, um, I'm grateful for this practice that's ever changing and it's always something more I can learn to do to help me improve my work. You know, um, practice is important, especially if you're like, you know, as a, at the moment I'm making paintings, um, I dabbled in photography, I dabbled in sculpture. So like, it's, I'm grateful that I can always change. You know, that's something important to reinvent yourself. You know, I'm grateful for you guys. I'm grateful for the people that follow me on IG. I'm grateful for like my fans. I guess I, I have fans. I didn't know that. You know, my grandma was telling me, you have fans. And I was like, damn grandma, like you're, you're fucking speaking the truth, you know? <laughs> And, and, you know, and people that like collect my shit in the past, man, I, that shit encourages me, you know, like there's times that like, I don't want to make art sometimes. Like, I don't want to, I'm just a normal dude. I, I saw Lucia yesterday playing video games and I'm like, damn, man, this guy knows life. Like <laughs> he knows life, Chico's. you know, he was macking playing CLD, you know, um, and you know, right now it's a, it's a, it's a strange time in the world. I get it. It's crazy. You know, like, I don't even know who the president is and I don't even want to know who the president is. You know, it's a wild time in the world. You know, like, it's, let's not even go there. You know, let's not even go there. So it's like, it, it's kind of, it's easy to get swept up with the media. It's swept up to be like, you know, comparing ourselves to others, you know? 
we're all in the same boat, you know? Um, like, there's people out here recognizing some people out here. There's some, like, tight, cool people up in here that, like, I respect, you know? It's, and if I don't know you that much, like, I, I'm, I, we're in the same boat, you know? I, I would look at, I was always in the shadows of others, and I was always cool with that, but, like, Lucian, you know, me, him and I met, I think even Lucian was scared to even talk to me back in the day. Um, it's kind of tight to, like, you know, we can change and see this way of us, like, blossoming, you know, and I think that's really important, you know. Um, when when I ever felt, like, really, really weird, you know, I'm human, you know, I'm, I, I could, like, not want to talk to people. I kind of turn off my computer. I turn off my phone and I got to go outside, take a walk, you know, um, look at the clouds. I look at the sun, you know, I look at like a flower. I, I seen, uh, I see things that like, I never would pay attention to before. And like, wow, look at this nice shade of green here. Or like this, or even like some cool graffiti that's been there since like 2000, you know, something that's like, I, something that I appreciate in the city, you know, um, that's really important to me. Um, and I try to take these deep breaths, you know, breathing is really important. You know, there was times where like, I would wake up from a concussion and there's like a mask on my face. So like, and I'm like, yo, and if I take, I, I was like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. You know? So like now to have like fresh air, it, it's really, um, it's 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 amazing, you know. I'm I'm psyched to even be up here and tell you guys, tell you guys all this. Um, and when you, whenever you can, it doesn't have to be always, you know. I think like making some sort of like mental list of things and and amazing people in your life to be grateful for, and you and if you like cement this into like your subconscious, and you kind of like, you know commit this to your life i think more good shit kind of happens i kind of been noticing that because again i'm super new to being grateful i'm like a, i used to be like really really rotten and evil and despicable and like had no respect for society you know truly um so like but i noticed that like if i start polishing my insides in a way where i'm like Right, I'm gonna help someone else. I'm gonna help this other artist. I'm gonna do some sort of like community-based things and, and 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 collab with someone else, right? Like I noticed that like I would shine in that area, and I was like, and I and it was like super new. I I was like, whoa! Like I couldn't believe that if I just like was nice to someone or smiled to someone and was honest to someone, it would reciprocate back a lot more it was like the most simplest things you know it sounds mad cheesy but like again i didn't invent this this is like a, a dude that i used to like play dice with would tell me this shit while we're playing dice you know like what <laughs> like the most craziest shit you know um and uh you know and over time this like list in your head would like you know especially if you're down you know like it's not like i'm gonna do this list and like all of a sudden like i'm feeling good and like i never have to do this list ever again it's not even like a list it's just like a reminders to yourself like 
yo, like, I'm grateful that I get to draw. I'm grateful that I get to, like, see my friends. I'm grateful that I get to go, like, go to school for, like, art history. You know, like, little shit like that is plugged out. We could be in the worst things. I saw someone that, uh, like, I knew, and, like, we just, like, crossed paths. We just, like, and I was just, we just say anything to each other. You know, and I'm psyched that, like, that person's on their own journey, and, like, I'm on mine, and, like, I'm not living in a way where like i don't have any hope anymore um damn i kind of like lost myself you know because i feel like i i have a lot to say and i kind of want to like just breeze through it because i want to hear what you guys are say want to say and it is it's uh if you're ever like feeling like you know in a negative place or feeling uninspired it, it, it i think it's dope to it's important to go into your gratitude mode in your life somehow it doesn't have to be like you know i could still have my mean face and still be great grateful you know i can still be um in my studio and still be grateful even though i'm listening to like pol uh pollute polluted music or something you know i could still just be psyched that i'm out here um and it's good just to like remind yourself what you're thankful for you know it no matter how bad things may look or feel it's something always that we can find in our lives that we can be grateful for um i gotta remember myself and this is just like a, this is a reminder like i'm doing this this is helping me so much because like it's 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 a reminder for me to keep practicing this because it's like it's a huge it's a big magnet for more good to come into our lives you know um i i like think i'm thinking about this right now like damn man like you sound so crazy and cheesy like you just went to like you got scared straight and did it but like that's how i kind of feel you know i I think that's something to good. It, I think for me, the best work comes out when I'm in a better mood. You know, I can't be feeling like, all right, I have to, I'm, I'm worried or I'm comparing myself to other people. And then I'm over here trying to like make a painting or whatever, you know, I gotta have some sort of solution to like feel better. And then at the end of the day, like feelings are fleeting. They always change, you know? So. I think that's something that a message that how I can practice my gratitude in my art, you know, like it's, I'm, I'm going this into like, I'm the, the things that I learned in like my life, art became my life all of a sudden within the last couple of years. Cause I kind of like bounced back, you know, like all that shit was out the window. Like art career was out the window for real. Like I would never step full in a gallery in 2017, 2018, I was banned from like galleries. You know, and then all of a sudden, those same galleries are the same ones that are like trying to come by the studio now, you know, and it's like whoever thought. So that's all like, I wanted to like drop by. I, I hope there's some sort of message that I, you know, that you guys could like take. If you guys don't like it, it's chill. Um, if Lee, hey, you got a medal on? That's. Yeah, I hope that's for me. <laughs> and, uh, Take it off to my neck. 
<laughs> and um yeah man i want to hear what you guys say if you guys have any questions how i feel like help out let me know um kind of like improvise this a little bit but yeah thanks <laughs> Obviously, like this is so brave because you're just translucent, transparent because of the atmosphere that STP has created a safe haven to talk about whatever. So I appreciate you for sharing. You know, I just would like to specifically know, like, how you keep in that dark side. Sure. Um, I meditate. I meditate and I try to stay away from like anything toxic. You know, even if I'm burying, I'm, my head is buried in the sand and I'm still walking down the street, like I'm staying away from negative energy, you know, and I might be unsure what negative energy is until like I'm really encountering it, you know? I think that's something that, and I'm, I'm normal. I, I try to like, you know, I, I've, 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 don't get me wrong. I've gotten arrested recently, you know, I'm not perfect. How long? It was recent. Uh, you know, maybe like last year. <laughs> but so, 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 I mean, I would think at this point, it would be a bit of a spark, you know, like in, in, in like, 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 you know, I mean, the biographies we've all read and like, blah, 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 like, Francis Bacon saying, like, I fucking hate that shit and I need this and like, that happened. Oh my like, God, Henry, Francis Bacon and I got the same birthday. I mean, different year, obviously, but <laughs> best part of me saying that. But like, you know, like, keeping that darkness, you know, is, seems to be crucial in everything that you just said because, you know, like, like all those guys love you know, the people who can stand up to ourselves. Yeah, I have a lot of demons, you know, and if I, and for me to like stay away from demons, I kind of had to like see, overlook that and see that light, you know, and whatever that light is, is just like, I just don't want to be involved with any type of demons, you know, I'm my own demon, I'm my own op, you know? So meditate. Like, I'll, I'll be asking you know, anything about your work. I'm definitely going to look it up after this. Yeah, that'd be amazing. I'm kind of unpredictable. That's good. Yes. That's, that's like, that's like currency in your So I'm just like curious, like how you stay afloat. Meditating, sleeping, eating, water, lifestyle. exercise, a huge lifestyle change. I used to never leave my bed before you know that was like my island i was a prince of solitude so like for me to like change that i had to do a whole lifestyle change i used to eat right isaiah put me onto this app that i would like be even if my phone is like two percent i'm still scanning the app or i call um is there any other questions give us a bud um yeah, thanks for sharing. Um, super, like, nice to hear you being brought aboard with, you know, a room full of friends and maybe some strangers and new friends. Mostly strangers. Um, how has, like, I guess, some of your inner work or shadow work 
um, that's been so transformational. Can you share like maybe how that affects relationships and the people around you? So if you were this kind of person before and you have friends, families, homies that are, you know, maybe a part of a path, how have you kind of, I don't know, either kept them in your life or maybe set some boundaries? Yes. That you said it right there. You answered it. I set those boundaries. I didn't know about boundaries before. You know, if I if I had a, a funny joke, I would text Lucia at like two in the morning about it. And like, yeah, like that's not nice. You know, so like now I know about boundaries. You Libra. I'm a Scorpio. If they do, Lucia. Questions just to from knowing you as the. You know, one that, I sh one that I don't know the answer to is um, you talked about this time in your life where art really seemed like the maybe the most irrelevant thing to be doing. Uh, I think that, like, I'd really love to know, like, what it was that maybe that switch, right? Because I think there's a lot of things that, like, happen in the world, and oftentimes there are a lot of us can feel like, well, what, what, do, what does the thing I create have to do when there's, like, a war going on, you know? And I think that, like, it, it helps to, you know, we all have, like, those internal wars, so knowing, like, maybe what that moment was for you. And then just the last thing, I would love for you to talk about kind of you know, expressed to me like working at the Guggenheim and, and I'm really fascinated about that part of your life and how you managed to like find yourself in that position and how that relates to like what you do. I for sure. Um I'll go I'll answer the second question first. Um working at that museum, I think it's uh it's truly like God set in a way. That was one of the first museums I went to as a kid. Um it's one of my favorite ones, the Rotunda. I always, you know, before I even worked there, I would ride by it and stare at it. Um, for for me, getting to work there, I always seeked uh, employment that was kind of, um, I would like forget about, um, that. For, I always forget that I would be an artist. You know, I needed something that was like labor-like. I wanted to be out the door by like four o'clock, you know? Um, so doing something that was really meditative, doing something repetitive. In my case, I was a painter. I was painting the walls white, painting podiums. Um, something that I felt like I was able to learn into my own practice, you know? And what was the first question? Like the the moment for you, when did it switch? Well, I was always known for, uh, for, you know, for making art, but I was also mostly known for being a waste of talent, you know? Um, and it was a, a reminder, a lot of people that was older than me, um, at the time when, you know, I, I really was hearing it a lot, a lot, was in my early 30s, um, when I was like maybe 31, 32, people would be like, yo, it's like, are you, you still? Doing, you still haven't done that work yet? You still didn't even finish that sculpture? It was a lot of procrastination in my 20s, you know, where I didn't, like, I never completed anything. You know, people saw and sensed that I was um, able to do it, but, like, yeah, again, I was a waste of talent, you know? And I guess I was too old to become a firefighter. I had like a lot of options were over, you know? So I was like, damn, like what do I could do? Should I like become an actor or just 
stick to like what I know and go and then the pandemic kind of helped because the world was kind of shut down and that gave me the less distraction to not only do that soul searching I talked about but also um go back into all the archives you know I when I, I still I still make images I still take pictures and they gave me like a lot, a lot of time to um, archive all my negatives. It gave me all those times to like go into like my my like diaries, all the de- past journals, and see like all like my writing. And I'm like, damn man, I must have been wilding <laughs> writing this down, you know. And this is something that I did pre-pandemic, you know. And to find that all in a one place. And that, that was like my source of entertainment. And then the world started like coming back on again. And I was, once everything was archived, you know, obviously you want to show it to someone else, you know? So like, it was like, oh, you think I'm cool now? Look at the stuff I did when I was 20 in 2016. Look at the stuff I did in 2015. And now because I had the time to, to organize that and show it to somebody else, you know? I think that really helped. I think the, the pandemic kind of like saved my life. Um, hey, what's up? What's your name? My name is Zal. Zal? Armando. Hey, what's up? Um, first question. Actually, just one question. You talked about meditation. And I just want to know, I meditate a lot as a big influence on my practice. So I want to know, like, for you, how meditation plays into the tangible sense of your practice and also if it plays into the mystical sense of your artistic practice. Absolutely, it does. The the, the, the work that I'm doing at the moment, um, they involve a lot of meditation. I have to be somewhat quiet in my mind where I'm not like thinking about a lot of things. And, um, and when, also when I work out, not that I work out often. Um, I I run with with no music. So when I'm working, I have music on, but it's not like something that I'm like truly, truly listening to. But there is this meditation. My studio is above a temple, and it's a, above a, a Buddhist temple. And um, the room that I'm I made as a studio is it used to belong to the monks. And the person who I pay rent to kind of mentioned that, like, oh, you know, like, this is where monks, you know, pray, used to meditate and pray. And I was like, well, I'm meditating and praying now. (laughs) And she looked at me like I was, like, kind of, like, tripping when I said that. Because I I said it in a really snarky way. But um, I am, because, like, what I have to do, I I have to learn about breathing. Breathing was something that I didn't even know about either, like, like I'm, I'm sure I'm 37 years old, but like I kind of I have uh, childlike tendencies a little bit. You know, I'm not childish, but I could be a little childlike, and that was something that I was, like, being new and realizing like, oh shit, I'm breathing. This whole time I wasn't even breathing. This whole time, the only time I breathed was when I needed, I guess, real air. You know, but now like really able to connect to breath was important so yeah meditating is something i do a lot even on the subway 
Um, do you find that like before you started and after you started? So I find your work to be very like repetitive in like a calming way. Um, at least the work that I've seen. Do you find that like after you started meditating, your work changed like a lot, or was it kind of similar things that you were always wanted to dive into? You just dove into. Um, I think I was always meditating and I didn't know I was meditating. You know, there was a lot of like muscle memory involved. And so once I was like, oh, this is pretty much like meditating. It was a lot easier for me to do that. You know, before I would be like, all right, let me like turn on some candles. And now I'm meditating. No, it's not like that. I guess like even going on a huge rent that's kind of almost meditative a little bit so so yeah for someone who has no idea what you ate can you just explain um all right sure 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 so like the at the moment the paintings that i'm making um they're set paintings i i involve uh fire so i kind of replicate uh I kind of embody like how I right, so you remember how like Michelangelo or any of those painters would do like frescoes on on cathedral ceilings. Um, he'll be like on you know a, a scaffold, but he'll be like on it. He'll be laid back horizontally. I'm kind of uh, remaking that, but I'm not Michelangelo, and and I'm not putting a painting on the ceiling. I'm actually putting soot on a canvas, but kind of replicating if. I was able to put, uh, I was, ba I'm basically taking pictures of smoke okay. on above myself and I'm guiding flames to make these like sublime moves and gestures there. You look better in real life. I can't read. Any questions? Yeah, sure. Keep that going. Yeah, like it's someone that like let's say your Instagram, like, I I can't help but notice like you seem to to be very active and like make it to a lot of shows and and you have like this amazing network um, that you've set up and I think you know some of the things that come along in this media is people like maybe want to do the same and and maybe don't feel shy or don't know how to take that that first step into like developing a network of artists or making it to shows and like being present like in those environments and not just feeling like you're there to like make connections when you're like actually like form a community I, i'd love to hear more about like how, how you i go there to celebrate the art you know um i think the connections don't get made at openings to be honest you know it's cool to show face and you know probably run into someone that you haven't seen in a while but the fact that there's art there and someone's you know some time or even if that artist was dead and you know that 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 gallery is putting that together for them i think is really special you know so when i go to an opening sure i get to see my pals i get to see like the director or whatever you know maybe go to the dinner or something but um <clears throat> i think the fact that we're getting to celebrate some new art and you like look forward to that you know i think it's it's this is marvelous. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I asked this question, but I, maybe I, I want to rephrase it. Um, I think it's really amazing. Like you worked at the Guggenheim, but you also worked at the Met. I've worked at the moment before. The moment, yeah. And I, and I was a docent. And if that 
job was sick. People would ask me the same question, like, hey, where's Starry Night? And I was like, I was like, I was glad to take you there because that was the first time I ever seen that painting ever in my life. The only time I would see that, it would be in books or on the internet or in cartoons, you know? Yeah, I, you know, I share the same like affinity as you for art fairs. You know, it was like a joke that you don't go over the art fairs and the art sick and you pay to the slaughterhouse. But I do find it to be like the one opportunity I had to just see in a massive amount of artwork. And I feel like maybe working at a museum is the opposite. Like you get to see other people's like reactions to, you know, historical works of art. A little bit, you know, I'm a big fan of Fight Club. You know, totally that. Little yeah. Little we work at the movie theater. We serve you dinner and coffee your gas. I imagine you working at the museum is a bit like someone who wants to be a director who like works at the movie theater. Or even an usher. Yeah. And I just was to know like more about that. And even like how you navigated you know, getting a job at the moment in Guggenheim, like how do you find yourself? Well, I always wanted to be behind the scenes. You know, I think that was really interesting um, knowing how a museum operated. I found out like, wow, like this is very educational. You know, I like to learn. I like to help my friends learn about myself. I like things that I didn't know about. I wasn't gatekeeping uh, the things that I was excited about. You know, so when I applied to working at a museum, like I, I, I knew like, you know, me ever being in a museum, that's like far and maybe really unrealistic. So like at least being around it and, and seeing works that I'd never seen before was something that I was like learning about, you know? And I think the seeing the, seeing that how other people would learn about things and I was constantly learning every day. I love to learn. Mm -hmm. I'm still learning every day. Um, it's not so much a question, but I, I just want to say thanks uh, for sharing. Be my grad at no, um, Armada, like two and a half, three years now. Yeah. I saw a drawing of him at the Kunle Martin show. And then I saw him at another opening. I was like, yeah, I know you. Where are you from? And it's like, Oh, you're that guy in the Clint Martin show. <laughs> and he was wearing a pin that said Lucian. And they said, oh, what's Lucian? And he's like, oh, it's a restaurant. <laughs> Little did I know it was an overpriced uh, French bistro. <laughs> you know that. But I found, but I found out. Uh, and uh, I always say about Armando, it's not that he's of the streets. He is the streets. Well, thank you, John. Bodies the streets wow. of New York. I mean, it's kind of interesting because there's been times where I'm like, you know, you know, kicking a tumbleweed or whatever. And I'm just like looking down into the ground and just like, you know, I have rough days, you know, like I could, have, I could be smiling from ear to ear. I mean, we went to Sotheby's to the viewing the other day. But then when we were leaving on the train, you jumped the turnstile. And I was like, isn't that kind of like risky? Like. I had like two hundred dollars in my pocket too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got lucky. You were in Atlantic. I don't know. There's something about being risky that I just like. You like risk taking risks. Little small things like that. I should learn. I'm not saying that I should do that always, but like I did it just because like I wanted to like live a little. You know, like I just saw a bunch of fucking it's exercise. Yeah, it's exercise. It, <laughs> Hopping the turnstile counts as like five sit-ups. <laughs> I was born actually down the street. Okay, 
Beth Israel. Beth. Yeah, Bert, Beth Israel. Nineteen eighty six. I just I just wanna like add it to your strings. A lot of people in the room like have like just appeared and like you mark and all that jazz. Like, you know, I'm a picture framer and like I also think like working in museum and like, you know, working really close to like specific works of art, like actually touching it. You know, there's so many opportunities to um be that person. Yeah, I think that's so special. As far as employment, yeah, like it's super special. I think it's such a privilege. Yeah. Um, When I was working at the MoMA, I was uh, describing artwork for blind people. Right? And since blind people can't really see the work, they'll give, you know, they'll give me and the, and the, the visually impaired folks gloves and they get to touch certain the artworks it's your poet and i was like am i dreaming right now i've been to this museum hundreds of times since a child and now i'm able to touch those same sculptures you know i had to like tell strangers you know can you take a picture of me holding you know touching this (laughs) yeah I think it's so important to just be behind the scenes. I felt. Does your work have to do anything to do with those moments? Like, do you incorporate? Like, I like I know, like when you apply for grants and all that stuff. Like, there's a lot of like community-based projects that like most institutions want us to generate with because, like, that's what it's all about. Like, you know, you you obviously know something. Well, when I work at the museum, I don't even, like, tell people I, I make art. I was just there showing up on time, you know, doing what I was being told to do, you know. Um, at the Guggenheim, you know, she works with me, and she would see me never say a word. I have, like, the mean face covered in paint. You would always be smiling, though. Every time I watch you, you're smiling. I don't know, because I was being fun to work there. It was fun to work there. I was going to be out of here when I... I was going to be out the door when my brain was really fully awake because I would have to be there, like, 7, 7.30 in the morning. You know, my brain isn't awake yet, you know? And all of a sudden, it's lunchtime. I I never had a job. What? I never had a job growing up. that was your job. And then, like, coming to having a job all of a sudden and having, like, it's just, I was smiling. It was like, oh, my God, this is what I have to do. (laughs) That's it. You know, it was so hard for me forever to, like, do shit. But whatever you did influenced people. Because, like, whatever you did influenced people because you were literally directing a visual language. Sure. For the rest of their their lives and visiting yeah, absolutely. Yeah, at first it was, um, you know, especially if like me thinking I was kind of unapproachable too, you know, and then someone asking me for directions all of a sudden, I think it's kind of like, it's kind of grounding. Oh, yeah. When did uh, discipline start becoming like a factor in your life? Like when getting work done or um, kind of like, bridging the gap between like people thinking that you were kind of like a forgotten talent like when did like the discipline come in 
and you kind of like take control uh two years ago two years ago before that i was like this close of throwing everything i've made since like high school and i don't know what it was it was i don't know if it was like me having a really good day or one day where like i had to start being grateful like i had friends that i that i admired before that i'd never had the chance to like kind of even be close to um kind of tell me like now nah, throw that shit out start saving everything start waking up early start you know writing everything down it was until like maybe like two three years ago during the pandemic the beginning of the pandemic and i'm over here like wearing a mask or not wanting to wear a mask and you know people telling me like yo man continue that don't give up being an artist you know and i would do it very not even knowing that i was even being an artist that was like my way of life for a long time and it was i was willing to throw that out when did you uh figure out that this was for you at, at a younger age um like before high school like yeah before i went to art and science high school and in the bronx um i was living here in lower manhattan but this charter bus would have to pick me up and i think it was through talking through guidance counselors and certain teachers telling telling my parents but your son is kind of talented you know bail him out of jail you know what'd your parents say they had no idea my parents are from the dominican republic they're they moved out here in like the 70s um they had no idea they still don't have like an idea like i i brought my dad to to my studio last year and i was like yo dad you want to come see my paintings i was like yo look and we're walking up the stairs and he walks in and he's like what the fuck is this <laughs> you know he's think he doesn't he was not like ready to see that you know <laughs> so they have like no idea they you know they i talked i still talk to my grandma you know, grandparents. and yeah, my grandparents are like, they're still to this day telling me like, you know, are you, are you should settle down, get married, you know, like, you know, like get a job, <laughs> get a job. Still like, okay, grandma. <laughs> um. So yeah, it was like pretty much like. I kind of knew a little while, but it was like, right, I'm still pushing that away. And then I had no other options. You know, I really wanted to become a firefighter. I kind of wanted to become like an actor, like all that shit. But like, I figured I was like, damn, man, I think I'm getting too old for that shit. You know, it was it. I want I being the application to be a firefighter, I think closes when you're like 28 or something. And I was like, like, look at you. Like, I remember I was like probably 31. And I was like, damn, I just missed it. Can't be a firefighter anymore, you know. On Halloween. Only on Halloween. That's a good one. Or if I was an extra at Lucian's movie from that, that was cool. No one to be a firefighter. <laughs> and is there any other questions? Firefighter has to do with the fire and the manics. Not at all. Not at all. It's just that was um. I like that though, but uh, 
no honestly it was just like a way out you know something that i can just do for a long time like you know i think one of uh, i hear this a lot like someone new yorkers dreams are just to work for like the mta and i was like really i could i mean i could kind of see myself working in the mta like being a train conductor like that like i was trying to like not brainwash myself but like what am i going to do because art is something for the future like i don't even know what that shit is this is unpromised you know this is something that like you know you can't focus your career on this you know i'd rather like do Isaiah's next album cover and collaborate with him on that than to like focus on the on a on the art show and see if i'll sell something next year or something like that's something that it's unpromised and like not really real to me you know so how do you deal with that like how do you deal with like the imaginary because like no matter what your imagination has to exist to collaborate absolutely like that's the magic well like not have like not expect anything from the world i think that's what it really is like not expect anything from the world i used to skateboard all the time that was one of my main recreations before i ever got into art Mm -hmm. and it's like landing all these tricks and no one's watching you getting the and and yeah and like and just no one's even watching you you know and you just like landed these tricks back to back and no one saw you do that but you know you landed them i hope that makes sense yeah i used to skate (laughs) yeah questions i got got one we're on Alex, what up? I was hoping you had a question. Yeah, yeah, what's so, still. You know, you're like talking a lot about just like how you like calm you down over the years, you know, and you know, I just got to New York and like try to do this art thing too. But it's been like a year for me. I keep seeing you at all these openings and sometimes I wonder like, you know, like, is this just as much for the hustle for you as it is for me right now is this like work outside the studio or are you just like you know as you said before you're just like taking in the art you know because like i'm just taking in the art you know i i think the like going to to be honest like going to an opening is not a hustle to me it's not a hustle you know if i if it was a hustle like i'll be bringing flowers and wearing a suit (laughs) well like and, and really, like, really, like, doing my homework with that artist and, and really trying to, like, build with that, you know? I'm going to, like, either get, learn about this artist, learn about this gallery, see some of my friends that are showing up and, sh- and, and see them organically, you know? Because, like, I, I don't like really making plans. Like, yo, I'm going to go see this. And, again, like, I live downtown, you know? It doesn't hurt to take out like 20 minutes of my day, an hour of my day, just to like see something, you know? And and if I want to do the little hustle thing, I don't want to say it's like a hustle, but like if I miss the opening, I feel like I have better chances to like see that artist or say my joke to the gallery person a couple of days later, yeah. you know, and have a, a better connection to them that, a, a couple of days after, because that same day, they damn well don't want to be talking to me mm-hmm. that's uh, at the day of the opening, you know? 
All right? <laughs> they're like so anxious trying to make a sale. Like, they don't want to talk to me. I guess it's just bad advice that I just kept getting where people were like, you know, I just got to see wide-eyed. Like, you were like, you know, it's, yeah, painting on all that. Just, but you got to go Nah, man. I'm like socially awkward. I'm very socially awkward. And, um, and... I, it, you know it's crazy like i wonder what, like where this idea of like me going to a lot of openings came from because i don't go to that many you know like i don't go to that many i don't you know and if i do like it's literally like i'm so i'm like it's either a person that i know or the gallery that i know you know and there's you were just at the alice Katz opening right yeah. who was there uh, david Sally and francesco clemeni so People at all, yeah, the, the people at all levels show up these things to support the people they know or the work they Yeah, they absolutely. Uh, I So just be selective or, like, you, you have a connection to where you're going, like, yeah. Out of love for Alec, because I love you so much, kid. He, he, he it, it's about, like, showing up and, in, and like, knowing that you enjoy that space that you just live in. Yeah. So, like, if we enjoy or that space... Which is what you're saying is like that's why I feel comfortable. Yeah, if I don't like the artist, or you know, or, or like if there's an opening, like the, I don't know if there was an opening today, but like if if I don't, if I didn't know about it or care for it, I'm not gonna go. Right, and like as just as this honor as yourself, like you're learning that you show up to learn about the actual gallery itself. Like you're, you're, you're the underdog. You're also the top drawer. And you're collecting, committing my eyes and Max lies, your ability to be in New York City, which is what he, what you're doing, because you were raised here, so you see so your currency, you know, you have currency already from being from the Lower East Side and all that jazz, but like, it's admirable because you're showing up to where you really feel hard to be, you know? Yeah, I'm not gonna go like, I mean. Learn that. I have my own taste. I have like my own taste and like what I like, you know. Um, if there's like an opening somewhere uptown, I'm not gonna like, and I I don't like it. I'm not gonna go. If there's one like down next door to my house, I don't like it. I'm not gonna go. Curiosity always show up if you're curious. All right, Armando, thank you. Isaiah looking at me like I'm bugging. Isaiah looking at me like I'm bugging. How are you bugging?